patron of Entertainment Landfill. Go to patreon.com slash landfill for details. Entertainment Landfill is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. Thank you. Let's go get your wife. I love you, Henry. to an ETL Instant React. We just came out of Hardcore Henry, and we're ready to talk about the film, and we're doing it live on Mixler.com slash Nimboncast that I was able to subscribe to for a year because of patrons. Thank you to all of our patrons out there for supporting us and supporting the show. If you want to become a patron, go to Patreon.com slash Landfill. And uh, Stephen and I are... Ready to talk about the film? Hardcore stuff. Some hardcore stuff, yeah. Um, First of all, uh, from what I knew about the film from trailers, and I believe a um, it was a uh, viral video. Was it last year? The year before? Something on YouTube. It was this cool kind of parkour first-person view video of a guy fighting dudes, shooting dudes, and. It basically, you know, it was a hit across the net, as they say. I don't think anyone says that. No, it was viral. Yeah, it was viral. It went viral. And I really thought it was cool. I was like, this is amazing. Maybe they'll do a film like this someday. And you know what? They did. They made this film. It was a teaser for the film. And you know what? Maybe. And I don't know about you, but going in, I was a little worried that I might get a little motion sickness because we're you know i'm used to like that first person view uh, you know like that youtube video it's like what a few minutes long this is like a 90 minute film yeah 
what was I, how was I going to react to this? And I have to admit that at first I was kind of like, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do this whole movie. You know, I was like kind of doubting, like I would have. Well, it wasn't constant. So, I mean, that, that probably led to it not being so over the top with the. I had to sit my head all the way back sometimes in some sequences, you know? Yeah. Because there, there are some very dramatic camera pans and moves in this. If basically, I'm going to say this: it didn't bother me. Like I got through the film without any kind of motion sickness or whatever. But anybody who's susceptible to that, it's probably going to jack yeah. with them, don't you think? Yeah, I think we. Saw, I saw one person get up and kind of walk out. Uh huh. You know, like, oh, f this no, or no, no, something. No. It was just like some chick got up and she kind of put her hand up over her face and walked down it was so, bothering her i think so first of all i want to say this right when it began um i love the disturbing opening credits did it you yeah i don't know what song it is was it a cover song or something do you remember back that far at the beginning of the film I'm trying to remember it was like slow motion of bodies yeah, yeah, yeah. being Stabbed, maimed, Shot. punched in the face. Like there was one. I don't remember the song. There was one that was really disturbing. It was like a person's neck and a knife, like going into the neck in slow motion, and, and then the blade out. coming out the other side. I was like, well, dude. What really disturbing was when it came out. The little serrations on the back of the blade. You saw the skin covering yes. every time it hit one of those. I was like, dude, this is like hardcore. Oh, wait a second. It's hardcore Henry. I should have known, right? Right. And let me just ask you this. Did the movie remind you of like a video game plot? It's exactly. It's a, mean, this would make an awesome video game. <laughs> yeah, it would. Because you're a guy named Henry that wakes up. Something horrible is happening to your body. You're missing a part of a leg and part of <laughs> your an arm. arm and this beautiful woman is uh, reattaching it and she says she's your wife puts a ring on your finger and um there there is a lot of humor in the movie too but it's kind of that weird kind of tongue-in-cheek kind well it's of, like foreign humor yeah you know yeah, where yeah. it's not exactly it's kind of cheesy sometimes you know but, you know, they were just about to assign him his voice and give him a voice. His voice isn't activated yet. And the guy's, like, goofing around, like, what about this? And it's Darth Vader. And what was another one? Like, Elvis. Like, Elvis. Thank you very much. Yeah. Or whatever. And then something dramatic happens where uh, the bad guy comes in. And he's this creepy dude. <laughs> he kind of reminded me of, let, let me t ask you if... Kind of remind me of like Crispin Glover or something. <laughs> I say a cross between Crispin Glover and uh, the one from Die Hard with the long blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, like oh Alexander Al Gudinov. Yeah, Alex and he's like a telekinetic, right? Yeah, he can like move things with his hands and stuff. And he's a major asshole. He's right. a total dick, and he's starting some kind of bionic army. And so Henry needs to get out of there, and uh, with his uh, wife. And then this is where everything ensues. But um, the best thing about the film, I think, is Charlto Copley. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> when he's introduced, he's fantastic. And there's, it's like um, this gimmick with him is that his character dies repeatedly but keeps showing up again. And you start to wonder, like, is this guy, um, is he a figment of Henry's imagination? Is he a cyborg too? What is he? But 
it's funny because he just keeps showing back up, you right. know, there's even a point where he leaves and then he comes back as somebody else. And I was just cracking up the whole time. Um, the, the best reveal was the camo when he pops up in the full. Yeah. He goes, Hey Henry, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing, but let's talk about like, um, the violence in the movie, the action, the uber violence <laughs> yeah. over the dudes top. are getting like it's all from your point of view and the so if you played a first person shooter yeah and you see henry's arms he's grabbing dudes by the head slamming them into walls dragging uh, their face down the concrete my favorite parts are when he has guns and he's shooting guys it's like this visceral kind of thrill of him shooting guys especially when he has a pump shotgun he's just going boom and you see a blood just splatter yeah. and stuff i was totally getting into this and even a part of my brain is saying this is wrong that i should enjoy <laughs> uh, why it. am i enjoying this so much and this is wrong jason what's it, wrong with you kind of, uh, you know when i was playing uh which one uh, the game here and i was doing the overkill going up shooting them in the head as they're dead i was like this is me playing a video game going, <laughs> yeah. going over the top there were parts where he does parkour a lot in the movie there's a chase scene where he's chasing a guy down because the guy has something in his heart like a battery that uh, henry needs to, yeah, to and he needs he needs to get it out of his chest and stabbing him to himself or whatever but there was this long chase scene and that was the point where i was like Oh man, I don't know if I can handle this. Like I, I just kind of need to look down for a second. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm handling this. But what I said to you in the theater when the movie was over is like, I think I got okay with it as the movie went on, and by the end, um, I was fine. You know, See, I've watched you play in a first-person shooter. That's how I, I told you. That's how I you I well, feel when yeah. I was watching you play. When when I. When you're controlling it, it probably isn't as dis as like I'm right in the center screen watching it, but you off to the side watching the thing. It starts. I've done that, Emma. Like when I played uh, the latest Tomb Raider, I'm fine playing it, and she wanted to play. And you know, I can control the camera really easily now from years of playing video games. You use the right stick. Hers is like going everywhere, and I was like, oh, dude, I can't watch this. This is, uh, it's making me ill. You know, yeah. that's what I was afraid the movie would do. Mm -hmm. And there were certain times where he glances to the left, glances to the right. I think that's the worst, the quick left-right move, where I'm like, dude, just stop with that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that uh, I'm going to be okay. You know, that's what I was thinking in the theater. And I was like, eventually I, the, I would say the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, maybe, maybe 15 minutes in Yeah. all that was on my brain was, okay, can I handle this? Can I handle this? I kept thinking about it. And then when that went away, I was fine. Once you get used to that and almost, I don't know if you felt this way when the action scene was over and everything was calm and the camera sat still where you like, Oh yeah, My eyes can I, rest. yeah, I needed a, <laughs> I need a resting period here. It's like, Oh, really good. Oh, and by the way, way, Bill is in the theater right now watching this film. So, um, when he tells me it's time, I'm going to call him and see what he thinks of the movie. Okay. I will say this much. I enjoyed the film. It was fun. It's, you know, it's a gimmicky film. I mean, yes. for Christ's sakes. One thing that I wanted to talk about uh, was that I wondered, 
and I knew they this would ha- they would have to do this with trick photography and stuff, but I wondered if it would be a one take film where everything would seem one take because it's all from his point of view, right? Right. And everything flows through, and I thought that would be amazing if they did that. Automatically, the movie cuts a lot between scenes, and so I think it's almost like, no, we're not going to attempt that because that would have been really hard. Am I right? right? Yeah. They cut from like he's in this place, and then cut to, and now he's in this place. They didn't do him going everywhere, and, and they used uh, mechanisms like, okay, we're having to reboot your system. Yeah, like he would like get knocked out, and the screen would go black, and then he'd wake up, hey, you're back, mate, or whatever, and he would be. They they would use that. Um, reasoning to change locations without us having to watch the whole thing. So that was fine. But one thing, before I saw the film, I was like thinking in my head, what if they do it all in one take? You know? Because that might mean... I think it's over too much area. Yeah. It's all over the place. But there were some long action sequences that were amazing. Like, for Christ's sakes, uh, falling out... The highway out- chase scene. Yeah, the highway chase, falling out of an airplane, g- grabbing a rope and going up in a helicopter, then having the rope cut, and then falling back down. <laughs> the whorehouse. <laughs> There's a scene in this movie that's so funny where he goes into a whorehouse, basically this all topless women everywhere, <laughs> and it's... And Charlton Copley's in there getting totally wasted. Oh, he's he's got like stacks of cocaine just burying his face, and he's like, "Hey, man, what's up?" <laughs> and so, every time you see his character, he's like in a different location. He looks different in different clothes, yeah. and he, it is so funny when a hippie, uh, He's a nerd. He's a survivalist (laughs) he's a regular army guy and they do explain in the film this is basically a sci-fi film you know yeah uh they explain how this is happening but i'm telling you he's the funniest thing in the movie yes he's great he's uh he carries the film because for christ's sakes you don't even know who henry is because it's just the camera you know you get one shot of him in a in a reflection towards the end and you find out who he is. Oh, and you know what? Also, um, there are parts in the film where it doesn't look that great visually, meaning it looked muddy. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's times where it looks HD, it looks great, but I'd say in low light. Maybe it's because they used HD video cameras or something. Maybe. And when they're in, like, the, the whorehouse, the brothel or whatever, it okay. didn't look great. I don't think it should have. I think right. it should have looked dirty and grungy. Well, like, I don't mean like no, no, the no, way I the know. place looked, but no, 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 I meant no. the quality of the the image, you know. And I, I, I guess I didn't have a problem with that portion of mm-hmm. it because, yeah, you're maybe right because it is a darker location, so it's it's going to look different. I liked that scene, and I think they probably had to do. Well, I'd say there was a lot of action there. I was going to say it had to do with the action, but. Maybe not. Right. I think you were saying, I think you were saying you, it. Lo- some of it looked like it was shot on a GoPro camera. Yeah. I think that whole sequence in the brothel had to have been a GoPro. Like there's a part where he go, he gets knocked into a, like a ventilation, ventilation shaft and falls down. They're going to have to use a small rig for that probably. Right. And that's why it looked different, you know, 
there, that's a great action scene because he's shooting guys. There's this chicken like all leather with a samurai sword like cutting dudes. And then there's Charlotte Copley in his underwear shooting guys. The image of him standing on the bar, he's got like a revolver and a machine gun in one hand and he's in his underwear and he's like going, ah, like that. It's hilarious. And him, you know, there's a pile of cocaine and he pulls out a full bag and doves just rips it, into, his rips into his face and said, I got this. <laughs> and there, he goes running out of the room and goes, I'll distract him. What, the, where, I think the stabbing parts where he, Henry would stab somebody was the most disturbing to me. There's a part where he grabs a screwdriver and goes, stabs him in the stomach. I was just like, Jesus, man. There's parts where, uh, oh my God, like he stabs a guy in the eye. No, he throws, he throws a knife, a in, knife. in the guy's eye. <laughs> he kind of turns and stumbles and looks at him. <laughs> there are parts in the movie there. It's just so violent that I laughed. I cracked up. And let's just say it's leading up to a boss fight, would you say? Yeah, yeah. When um, there's a part where um, Henry fights like a hundred dudes, hand-to-hand combat. And that part, I was like, I'm glad I'm used to this motion by now. Because if you watch that sequence right when the movie started, you probably would get sick, don't you think? <laughs> Maybe. But he's yeah. like grabbing guys, slamming them. My favorite part is when he goes inside the, the little, little shack. Shed on top. Yeah, and it's got shotguns and a machine gun. And he's covering two. He's covering a window and a door. And he's going boom, boom with the shotgun. Then he turns. And then he like shoots the machine gun. And then he like throws a grenade out there. And you just see blood spider go... Pfft. And what were you saying? Your favorite part is when he throws a grenade down like the stairwell. There's a set of stairs, and and he rolls, you know, tosses it. He goes down there, and you see the explosion, and you just see the body fly up and drop right back down <laughs> yeah. the same hole. You know, it's horizontal. Mm-hmm. It's in pieces. <laughs> it, dro- it goes up six feet above the stairwell. It comes back down. <laughs> it's just like, there was a great part also where that is awesome. Charlotte Copley kicks a guy down the stairs, and as he's falling, the Henry goes. And shoots him as he's falling. It was stuff like that that was amazing. Um, I mean, let's not get this. Uh, don't get this wrong. This is a big dumb action movie. It's, there's yeah. not much to it other than Henry is a. Uh, there's uh, he's a cyborg. <laughs> I mean, there's a little mystery to it. Trying to figure uh-huh. out who Henry is. Yeah. Um, there's a cool cameo by uh, Tim Roth in the film that you mm-hmm. see right away. I don't know. It's funny because when the film was over, I kind of looked at you and I said, dude, that was insane. <laughs> it really is just an insane roller coaster ride type film. And it's probably a good 60, 70% full action flying through mm-hmm. and very little exposition in between. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte Copley's there to kind of explain things yeah. to, but so it's almost stuff like stuff happens when he's there. He's like, all right, here's what you need to do. <laughs> A bullet hits him in the head and he falls over. And well, he's Henry's like, like, okay. He's kind of like the cut scenes in a video game. Yeah. Kind of explain it. Okay, here's where we're going. Yeah, no, he'll no, no, go, no. you and need then, to find this guy. And what you need to do is grab, reach into his heart and pull this battery thing out. And bring it to me. And, and then he gets killed. And like, how, what's he going to do now? You're <laughs> dead. He can't bring it to you. Yeah, and then, you know, he chases the guy, gets the thing, grabs it, pulls it out of his uh, heart. Oh, oh. We gotta think that Charlton Copley also gives him the cell phone, and, <laughs> yeah, and uh, what he gives him the cell phone, and what else? Uh, 
He gives him the cell phone with a uh, a map that tells him where to go or whatever. And, but, and he gives him something else, and I can't remember. I can't remember. You know what I love about the cell phone is that it's all grimy and dirty. By the, yeah, yeah, I, it's like cracked and stuff. When they, when they, uh, when the line got cut on the helicopter and he fell down, you think he's going to fall in the water and he hits a tree. <laughs> yeah, he misses the water completely. He gets up and he looks at the cell phone. It's Jimmy. The screen's shattered. <laughs> he's a. <laughs> answers it there's a great sequence where he needs to henry needs to get somewhere and a horse shows up and they start playing the (laughs) western music dun 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 and he's grabbing the horse the first the horse won't let him get on and then finally he gets on the horse and they play this western type of hero music and then it kicks him off and he falls on the ground the horse just runs away and it's just kind of the music abruptly cuts off and it's like okay i guess he's not running he's not riding a horse he's gonna be walking what, what, there's a, a short scene like when you're riding sidecar with uh, the reason I say you were or I was is because it feels like yeah, we're yeah. like the main character. But there's a mini gun on the freaking motorcycle, and isn't it awesome when it's just destroying the vehicles? He's going like the into the van and, and stuff. That was amazing. There's just some amazing sequences where I was thinking the part where they're running on girders, like they're on a, like a bridge and they're running over things. I was like, how did they film this without somebody getting killed? Well, they're professional parkour folks. Yeah. So not that those guys can't get killed, but you know, they're a little more trained than you or I trying to do it. I saw like a couple of families there. There was looked like a husband and wife and a kid. Yeah. I was like, that dad should be here by himself. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. This is not like Heather would not have sat through this movie. Well, first of all, she would have gotten motion sickness, but I don't think she would have been into it at all. And the the, the graph, I you know, graphic nudity, you know. Yeah, there are a lot of the- boobs, but and there was a lot of graphic violence, like. Not that it bothered me. There's a part where I would laugh out loud because it was so ridiculous where he shoves a guy into a fan and you just see the bug go <laughs> like that. And I laughed out loud because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, I'm thinking like, uh, wow, all the just trying to think back on everything. It's like it's overwhelming at times. I know. I'm trying to it's replay like, it in my head. It's like, OK, what what just happened? You know, but uh it's like, I love, I love, it just reminded me, and also the, the, was it, you were playing Left for Dead, and you were up on top of the building at the end, and all the zombies are coming. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was all my head. I was just like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's this scene. It is a live action video game. Yeah. The part where they're in the abandoned hotel, and he's, they're, him and Charles Copley are working their way down, killing guys. That yeah. reminded me of like Call of Duty or something where, yeah. Somebody that's really good of call, at Call of Duty, you know. <laughs> the <Not me>. <laughs> the way that they staged the action, the action scenes and stuff was fantastic. It was uh, really just. How? What do you say about it? I mean, basically, all, the film is putting you in putting the main character in putting situations in game. where there will be action scenes. Yeah. But also there is good humor in there, and it does feel like uh, like cutscenes, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of a story. Mm-hmm. It's like you're trying to figure out who Henry is. Yeah, and he's he... trying to save his wife from being kidnapped by the evil 
bad guy, Akon. I know the bad guy's name is Akon, and he has telekinetic abilities. Whenever Henry gets near him, he just lifts him off the ground and then throws him across the room. And it's just like, how is he ever going to beat this asshole, you know? And uh, I think you get, you figure it out at the end uh, what he has to do to beat him, I guess. I don't. Does he just have to get really mad? <laughs> I think so. You have to catch him off guard, essentially. Yeah, there was that and great scene with uh, as like a flashback to him remembering a talk with his dad by Tim Roth that kind of motivates him. Where he's like, you little pussy. That's all my ever, my dad ever said to me. <laughs> but I'm not going to say that to you. You know what you need to do? So get up there. Get up and do it. And I thought they were going to show maybe him when he was a little kid doing something too, like that's what I was wondering. The one, the flashback of the little kid because he was being bullied, or basically. was that Tim Roth as a kid, or Henry as a kid? I think it was Henry. It's like getting getting chased off by the dude, you know, in the it, alley. It had a lot of uh, like songs and stuff in there that I didn't recognize, but of course I recognized the Queen song. Right. And that was a great moment. And Adam Sexton and I were chatting in the chat room about that that song. You remember it from Shaun of the Dead. Remember that where they're beating the zombie at yeah. the jukebox and stuff. So it was interesting to see that in this movie. And it did in work. A, in That's, a similar fashion. It's a great song for... It's, Beating and killing. <laughs> it, Henry is fighting like a hundred dudes hand-to-hand combat during that song. And it, it does get you pumped up. Where he's just, grab a guy, throw him, headbutt guy, stab guy with a screwdriver, grab another guy, stick his thumb in his eye socket or whatever. It's just like, Jesus. I think I said the word Jesus a million times during the movie. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> Again, when he goes into the shack and he finds... Finds the shotgun and the grenades, you know, it's like, <laughs> all right, he's got a small arsenal in here and yeah. there's a hundred guys he's got to kill. He's like, boom, boom, turn around and then grab grenade, throw it, boom. <laughs> and there's a part where the, and then the bad guy will lift him up off the ground above everyone and then throw him. And it's like the camera is getting hurled against the wall and falls down. Nearly falls off a building. And, you know, that's another thing. When the movie first begins, it was, like, incredibly loud. There's a part where Henry hides in, like, a metal uh, container. Yeah, shipping container. And they're shooting against it, and it's like, it was super loud. I was like, Jesus, man. I was like, he needs to get out of this thing because this is too loud. (laughs) Well, I like when, uh, again, they they do that, too, when uh, he's around a grenade, and he it explodes and all of a sudden you get it's got the muffled sound you know? yeah and you hear that... yeah and then it's muffled and he's shooting guys and it's muffled sound as they're trying to come in the window i thought that was pretty cool the sound design in the movie is amazing and this is the kind of film that Absolutely. i will own on blu-ray man <laughs> i will watch this at home um, I do think us sitting on the back row really helped. I noticed some people were sitting way down towards the front. I was like, you're idiots. Yeah, this is yeah. not a uh, close range. I think Bill was telling me they filmed this movie in 3D, and he thought it was weird it wasn't released in 3D. And I'm wondering if that would have been too much. I think it would have. Maybe. Because I, I had to... Before I came up, I was looking to see if it was in 3D. I was like, is this in 3D? I don't remember... 
Yeah, we saw an XD, by the way. I don't th- I'm not sure we mentioned that, but I wanted it to be in a really good uh, theater. It was. Good presentation. But like I said, there was this couple of times where it looked like a GoPro camera, but that was no big deal. They did what they had to was, do to get yeah, the footage. Yeah, it was necessary to get the footage. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they had to. But still, there are certain sequences of that that were amazing. If you're, like, into camera work, if you get excited about quick editing and camera work, uh, there's some pretty exciting sequences in that. The car chase and that part, the big climax at the end of the film was really good, too. And uh, Yeah, it, the, I like, again, you know, the sidecar. I think we've already talked about that. But, the you know, the, the little machine gun and then him... Jumping up on top of vans, dropping grenades inside, flying off of the van. I was kept thinking that it was Jimmy that he landed back on the same motorcycle he got off of, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was the girl, one of the girls. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing. There's a part he like reaches between her legs and pulls out a gun or whatever. But there were moments in this where I thought it was very like 15 year old boy fantasy type of thing. Yeah. Like when he's in the the brothel. He's low on battery and he passes out on the ground and he's surrounded by a bevy of women all topless. And she's like, I know what he needs. And she lifts his hand and puts it on her breast. And I'm like, make him feel better. Yeah. And I could see a 15 year old kid. like, Oh gosh, this is awesome or something. (laughs) But, uh, I thought at times like that, it was, you know, the mind of a, a teenage boy (laughs) directing the film. (laughs) But it was also funny too. You have to laugh at yeah. it because there it's an unapologetic film. There yeah, you know what you're in for. It's yeah, basically it's silly and fun and male fantasy action draw yeah. uh, action movie like you're this superpowered indestructible. Bu- yeah. You get flung around, thrown everywhere, but you always wake back up and yeah, it's like life number 2. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Life number 3. Always awake, you know. Like, I would say definitely our audience. <laughs> well, I know that, Adam. He said, grown men like boobies, too. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> I understand that. But I'm just saying it kind of felt like a mentality of, like, a teenage boy. Like, and he's in a place where all the women are topless. You know, and it they're just talking about they're going to please him. Yeah. yeah. It's like they were picking him up to put him on the bed like they were going to have sex with him. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we're going to get a full-blown sex scene. But then the bad guys show up and ruin it all. <laughs> And then Charlotte Copley's like, I got this. He's burying his face in cocaine again. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. I can't wait to find out what Bill uh, thought of the movie. I can understand if I hope that uh, people give it a chance and they don't get the motion sickness or whatever. Yeah, and it's weird that what they're kind of playing it in between other XD movies. Yeah, like it, Hardcore Henry's like in uh, just a couple of showings in XD, and the rest are Batman v Superman. And I think there's one other movie showing in there. So they're like the switching. I guess because is it if it's all shown digitally, they don't have to haul giant film reels into different theaters anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. If the theater up by my house must have two XD theaters because uh, they were showing... They're showing it uh, a few more times than than here than your theater. I think it shows again here at ten o'clock at night, and it was like an hour after the one we saw started at five something. So, and then they were they were showing it's like Superman, Batman, Hardcore Henry, and the Boss, the 
Yeah. It's like, there's three movies? In, there must be, you know, so I was trying to figure out what was going on. It's like, they must have two XD theaters because there's conflicting times in there. Yeah, I wouldn't say, when we first, when I first showed up to the theater, there was one other guy. And it was uncomfortable because he was sitting, like, right in right. front of where I was sitting. So I, like, walked up there, sat right behind him. And at one point, he goes, hey, uh, is we starting at 7.30 or 7.20? And I was like, 7.30. He's like, all right. And I was like, please don't start talking to me. <laughs> I a, do not wish to have a conversation you with you. got a friend coming? Can I go sit with you? <laughs> yeah, hey, I could sit next to you if you want. No, thank you. <laughs> My friend Steven's coming. He's going to kick your ass if you're in a seat. Shit. All right, man. Calm down. He's hardcore Steven. <laughs> hardcore Steve. He's part cyborg. You don't want to mess with him. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, What else? I mean, I, this is cra- it was a crazy movie. My, my ocular cavities were pretty tired after the movie. What yeah. about you? <laughs> Did you feel weird, like, getting in the car and stuff? It's like, whoa, these are my hands, not Henry's. <laughs> Can you imagine watching this movie in, like, a, like a VR rig? No, 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 no. Without, I think uh, I'd get sick with that. Yeah, it'd be That'd pretty be crazy. That'd be, like, way too close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or too immersive, I guess. You would just be... I don't know, I think that'd be kind of... You'd be lost. Because you couldn't... You, you you can't look away for a second. Right, right. Uh, you're just trapped in it. Yeah, you're trapped. It's right there. And if he does the quick cuts, that's going to mess you up. Sitting there in the theater when he does the quick cuts, it doesn't bother you. Yeah, yeah. And there were, you could even like look down or keep your eyes closed for a second and then go, okay. I mean, you couldn't have a VR rig, too. But, yeah. But I think the quick cuts, what if it would, you know... It, just say to an extent, if you had it in a VR rig and it could kind of react to your head, would that be weird? Yeah. Like if they had an, a movie, like you're watching a movie, but it reacts, you're looking around on the set at different things. That would be amazing. <laughs> 360 camera as you're in a, an action film. That would be amazing. They've got that one. I Didn't I tell you about it? Uh-huh. It's it's a VR rig you can put on. There's a camera. It looks like a little... Not, it's not a fisheye, but essentially it's a fisheye. But it does a 360... Not quite 360. 180. You know, it's like... Oh, a, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you put them on, and it, the camera's sitting there, so you can go and look all around you. Right, and see yeah. see everything. But when you go down beyond a certain point, that's... When you go past its visual... Yeah, that's where the actual... It cuts off. Yeah, like they have people, you can buy like cheap versions of those cameras, or I don't know how cheap they are. They might be expensive. Well, this but, was a GoPro type Yeah, they're, they're, the video the video quality is not fantastic, right. but people have put them on like YouTube of them like doing a video and you can see like behind them and stuff. And Well, this one, I think it's the whole video is playing the entire time but if you got the vr thing on you can look up and around yeah it couldn't be so it just yeah if you're going to do constantly a, so be it be this if you did an, a, an action movie like that you could yeah. look around and see everything that's another thing if you, you may think, not want to do it that much but you know you want to do when i call this a gimmicky film if you think of film as art and like cinematography as art then I wouldn't call, like, this isn't, the way they establish shots and stuff, it can't be artistic because the camera's always freaking moving, you know what I mean? 
I guess you can admire the artistry of the stunts and the uh, the way they pull everything off. So you kind of think, okay, so in the shooting of this, it's going to be digital on the GoPro at times. So you've almost got instant feedback. Okay, no, that scene doesn't quite work. Okay, come back and do it again this way, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, from, that, from a POV-type camera, the guy doing the stunts and whatnot, he can't really tell what the camera's seeing. He's just doing his bit, right? Right, right. So, I mean, you're right. There's no artistry in that, but the director has to control it some way. Right, yeah. Extent. I mean, they've obviously rehearsed it over right, right, and right. over again. I'm just saying, I, I just, you think of it in a different terms. Like when you watch a film uh, that uh, Roger Deakins is photographed, like he's not going to, he wouldn't ever do something like Hardcore Henry anyway. I don't know why I'm thinking of that, but I'm just thinking so of Sam Raimi. Is, is this a gimmick? Sam Raimi film? that does kind of wild shots. Right. But his are thought out and they're rigs. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. that is, uh, that's artistry. Yes, it is. That's There's a certain artistry. It's a different kind of artistry. Right. That's what I'm right. getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're so, right. I mean, you get this, not quite the same effect as a, as, as a POV camera as from his, you know, his there is, was, were there any scenes in this where you're like, Oh, that's brilliant. The way they did that. I think uh, the way they staged some of the fight choreography, I yeah, was like, Oh, that's awesome. The way they did that. Yeah, the again the you know the the best one was the stair where Jimmy shoot or, you know kicks the guy down the stairs and then he turns and goes and he starts and he shoots him three or four times before he falls dead. I love. There's a moment where Henry. Uh, there's a bunch of soldiers waking up. And he runs to the door and shuts it and locks it right before they get up to it. And it's a glass wall. And they start banging on it, hitting on it with rocks. And he's, like, safe. But he turns around and he starts going up the stairs. Then he looks back down and all of a sudden the whole wall shatters and all the men come in. And it's like, oh, shit, or whatever. I thought the way they staged that, the, like, the tension in the action. Oh, my God, I forgot about, like, the coolest scene. I just popped into my head. The sniper scene. Yeah, I was, I was about to say. When he has the sniper finish. rifle, there's a part where uh, Hardcore Henry, or Henry, Henry, he's on the top of the building. Him and Charlotte Copley both have sniper rifles. And all the bad guys pull up in a van. And he goes, we got to cut their numbers in half before they get to us. Otherwise, we'll be outnumbered. So they're just picking guys off as they get out of the cars. And the friggin' rifle sound is so loud <laughs> every time he shoots. It's like right behind her head. It's like... Watching and you see their heads, their heads go boom, boom. And there's like another guy. He runs over to check if the guy's okay. Boom, shoots him in the head. It's just like Jesus. He's shooting so many guys in the and head. Like he's like, Charlton Copley turns it to him and says, "Hey, cover me." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" All of a sudden, you know, <laughs> he's strapped with explosives. He happened, ha you know. No, 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 not that part. Oh, okay. No, when you know he kind of goes to the other character of Charlotte Copley with the uh -huh. mohawk. Oh, yeah. he appears at the van with a oh, giant well, knife. Yeah, he's it's through the uh, the uh, the uh, scope. scope, and all of a sudden you see Charlotte Copley's down there too, and he's got a knife and he's cutting dudes. That was hilarious. Like he's he pops like, out of the like, van, cover me. You're yeah. like, what? You're right here. How am I going to cover? You? Oh wait, <laughs> down there. That was fantastic. So I mean, there, you, there's. 
I don't know, man. You just got. I'm almost getting myself excited to want to see it again because <laughs> there's parts that are so funny in this at the same time. But yeah, I mean, it's like Henry was like confused at that point. Cover me. What yeah. Do you mean? And I love there's he can't talk, so he like shakes his head yes and no, or kind of like holds his hands up like what or something. Yeah. That's pretty funny. But yeah, that sniper scene that was, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And that was another point where I was like, what's wrong with me that I'm enjoying this? So <laughs> he's shooting people in the head with a sniper rifle. Well, and I'm like, I don't know if it's re- from a video game, you know, I say years ago when I was the first uh, GTA three, I think I played, you know, uh-huh. you could snipe people. Yeah. You'd get bored after a while and go, Hey, I'm just going to start picking off citizens. Or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I would go to a building. I'd look over into the park and you shoot, you know, somebody in the head, you know, the ambulance comes to pick him up. You shoot the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, you see that you've got three stars or whatever. <laughs> Steven, you've had a total disconnect from your humanity. <laughs> what is going on here? I remember, I don't know if you remember this, when I lived with uh, Laura, I would play Lethal Enforcers. You yeah. know, Lethal Enforcers. And it was a light gun game. And people in, like, it was a bank robbing scenario where you're mm-hmm. shooting the bank robbers. But people would jump up and go, help! I'd always go, Shoot them. And I remember Laura uh, going, stop shooting the innocent people. And I go, and I kind of like laugh. And she goes, you're killing the innocent people. What's wrong with you? And I was like, Laura, it's not real. And she's like getting genuinely disturbed. She was ready to lock me up. Oh, I know. Lethal Enforcers is fantastic. I would, to- if I had that game now, I would still play it. Well, imagine what it would look like now. It'd be completely different. <laughs> you, oh, you mean like a modern day Lethal yeah. Enforcers? I'd even play the old Sega CD version. Oh, man, I love that game. Lethal Enforcers. Yep, I remember you playing it. Ah, oh, fantastic. <laughs> I want to play it on a... That was back in the days of like a 19-inch uh, Oh, yeah. TV. Can you imagine on the big screen? Oh, man. I want I want Lethal Enforcers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ken, I remember that too. Like you would be driving, riding along in a car where it's just sliding sideways on a street and the guys would drive up in a limo and they keep popping up out of different windows. It's like, how? It's a freaking clown car. How many bad guys are inside that limo? And you're just like, how many mobsters are in there? And uh, I would always play it in the arcade too. It's fantastic. Man. That needs to be at Tornado Terry's. Lethal Enforcers? <laughs> totally. Oh, man. This film, though. Wow. I would I would say, like, when I got home, I told Heather, I go, I need some Advil. My head is pounding. And it is pretty exhausting visually. Yeah, the only one that really, it, it didn't bother me, but it was just kind of silly. But the, the subtitle argument between the girls and Jimmy in the garage, you know. Yeah. The, the subtitles kept appearing over one another. Yeah, they were just stacking up where you couldn't read yeah, it at all. Yeah, it became silly. It's like, okay, it's funny. I yeah, that's what I was talking about, that kind of foreign humor that yeah. it's like corny to us. I don't know. It's Not all the humor worked is, I guess, what I mean. It was just kind of goofy. Yeah. But that one, I, you know, it's like. The first, you know, when they kept going with it, it's like, okay, we, I, yeah. There's a Charlotte Copley joke where uh, he, you know, his character likes show tunes. 
And he goes, I just wanted you to know that I'm as straight as an arrow just because I like show tunes. And I was like, that joke didn't need to that's, be in there. That's old. Yeah. Like, old. uh. He's worried that Henry thinks he's gay. Uh, that's or no anybody because it broadcast. Uh, yeah, and he's like, I'm just like that joke didn't need to be in there. Yeah, like what do we care what his sexuality is? <laughs> but maybe like the whoever made this film, uh, whatever country they're in, because it's definitely not America. Um, Adam or um, Ken, can you tell me what country of origin this film is? Is it just a British film? Is it South Africa? Like, uh, I don't know. There's I don't a lot, Germany? There was Russia. Is it Russian? Yeah, there were a lot. It was Russia. Because uh, maybe that kind of humor was funny there or something. I don't know. Yeah, I kept thinking it was a Russian. I'll just, I'll have to check. But I think is it, it's been out in the rest of the world already, I guess. Yeah, I think you're right. Official site, Russia. Language, English and Russian. I think you're right, Steven. Oh, hey, there's Jim Lewis, Credo. He, you just saw uh, Hardcore Henry this afternoon. Sweet. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, Steven was on the ball. He knew it was Russia. So there's kind of that... Uh, smart. Man, you're S smart, Steven. S-M-R-T. <laughs> oh, uh, what about this? Oh, Jesus, I'm knocking my uh, headset off my head. Okay, right out of the theater... Got to go to the restroom. Guy's mid-flow. And he goes, man, that's going to be a cult movie. That's going to be a cult film when it goes to video. It's going to sell millions on DVD. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, just finish up. Nobody... <laughs> I want to hear your speculation about the sales on video while somebody's trying to use the bathroom. You know, <laughs> That's going to be a cult spectacular hit. I guess you better invest in it now, mister. You boys like the film. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? Dude, my a, dude, my favorite a, part's brothel part. What about you? <laughs> I like them titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, oh, I think we've gotten... We've gone too far, Steve. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> This is the point where we need to take a call or something. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the theater cut off half the subtitles. Jesus, Jim, that's a shitty theater. No XD there. I guess the subtitles are when the, the women are talking, right? Yeah, but I mean, really. You didn't miss much. Yeah, I, I mean, there was uh, a little bit of uh, subtitle that you had to. Well, it's that guy he's chasing and yeah. talking to. That guy was foreign, wasn't he? Yeah. I love mid-sentence. The guy's head gets blown off right in front of your head. That was one of those, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that was the one that jumped. The guy caught he was supposed to steal his battery out of his chest. Yeah, his whole freaking head gets blown off, and it's just like, holy crap! Well, I like the, the, one that, the gag that made me laugh pretty good was that same scene, but... All of a sudden, you see a dog run by, but there's an arm still attached to a leash. It got somebody's yeah. arm got shot off. Yeah. There's, just like, there's an arm dragging behind the little dogs. Like, yeah, it's like, gee, that's messed up. 
there were always people like who, you know, it's innocent citizens. They would run up to Henry. Are you okay? Or whatever. All of a sudden gunshots start shooting. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Start shooting at him, you know. The very first escape with Jimmy, you know, and he, they're in the van getting away. And mm-hmm. it's it's the cops trying to pull him over. You, you know, it's like. They all of a sudden they start trying to shoot and kill him, you know. So uh, when they they finally get Jimmy shoot, you know, it's like that was the first death of Jimmy. You don't realize that he's he's going to show up a, again. Duplicate, yeah, yeah. And like that's the, the one who's like, wait, I know he's in the rest of the movie. I've, I've seen, seen the trailer. He's it's uh, like he's his head just got blown off here. You know, he's laying on the the exploded. Uh, I wonder if this movie will make any money here. I because hope. it's rated R, you, so a lot of teenagers can't see it. Well, they they can sneak in or whatever. But the, yeah, the money won't count towards it. Would you say that the, it was, wasn't a lot of people in the theater? No, I mean... 20 people, maybe, 30, maybe? Yeah. They came in late, you know, it was like... But it couldn't have... This film couldn't have cost a lot either. Maybe not. I mean, well, no, there's a lot of explosions and that's a lot of stunt work. Explosions, it's, yeah. I've seen if a lot of there's fake a, blood. There's a part on IMDb where they'll tell you how much it costs estimated. I can't find it though, but you got to think that. I mean, that, that's a lot of uh, choreography, time. That's just there's um yeah, that eats up money there. I was just looking at IMDb. Uh, anyone else have their showing canceled? My friend and I were about to see the 7 o'clock showing for it. But when we got to the theater, the manager said the production company called and said to cancel the showings. We're disappointed, but we got passes to see it tomorrow. Anyone else have their showing canceled? What? You can never trust what you read on IMDb. Theater report. Walkouts. About 15 people in my showing walked out. I counted only five of us at the end. Not an indictment of the film. They just didn't get it. But that doesn't bode well. This movie's not for everyone. I walked out because I was going to barf. I only made it 30 minutes. Maybe nine people walked out. I endured. I'm willing to bet that uh, most people that walked out because of motion sickness. Most of them are probably the same ones that troll this movie. Personally, I've never had a problem with movies or video games, so I enjoyed this movie for what it was. When I went to see the film, I had to leave because I was getting headaches. But besides that, I had no qualms with the movie. It was all right. Notice four people walking around in my screening 45 minutes into the feature. 20 people. No one walked out. It's a darn shame if you get motion sickness while watching this. It was truly a theater, great theater experience. <laughs> what was the one movie we saw uh, where the guy kept eating carrots, you know? Uh, it was kind of real hardcore like this, you know. Do you remember what movie? the name? Oh, of yeah, yeah, with Clive Owen? Yeah, Clive Owen. Yeah, Shoot Him Up. Shoot Him Up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's kind of in that vein. Yeah, that was a pretty goofy film. Yeah. And I just enjoyed it for how just stupid it was, you know, stupid action movie. Just dumb, but fun. Enjoyable. I don't think I've ever seen that again, like on cable or anything. I but haven't either. That's I, I mean, it, it comes to mind every so often. I'm like, what ever happened to that movie? 
I I enjoyed uh, Shoot 'Em Up. I, it's good to see a movie like this every once in a while. Just a big dumb action movie, you know. Considering what we get in big action movies with lots of huge stunts, CGI, you know, you know they spent hundreds of millions of dollars. It's neat to see something like this that's kind of small in scale. And it's just shootouts and jumping around buildings and stuff. And shows that just this kind of visceral uh, action with uh, one camera can be exciting. Because, you know, it's only one camera capturing the footage, you know, from one point of view. No no multi-angle. Yeah. And I was looking around for that, like any kind of cheating with like a different view or anything. But uh, they would sometimes do like a reflection on something that was kind of cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Surveillance video or something. You know how they do that in movies sometimes? Like, It's it's not really part of it. It's just kind of in the background happening. The camera's in the labs and stuff, you know. Yeah. They kind of use them to a degree, but not for cheating. That would have been something if it was all one take, though. And it, <laughs> it'd be impossible, but... On this uh, week's uh, episode of Better Call Saul, the the sh- the episode opens up with one long take of um, a delivery truck showing up to customs where they inspect it and everything. And the camera goes around where the truck shows up. The guy goes up to it and tells him to pull into there. And it goes into the place where the guy opens up the truck and they start pulling stuff out. And then the driver gets out. It was just... I was just like, wow, this is amazing. It's all one take. There's something about it that's exciting when you see it, when it's masterfully done, you know? All right. <clears throat> I'm calling Bill now. Let's see if this works. Technology. Hello? Hello. Is this Mulberry Bill? It is. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Just left uh, Hardcore Henry. Ah, uh, Yes. I'm on my way home, so I'm calling from the road. Be safe. Okay, Bill, i got to ask one question. Yeah. Are your eyes tired? Man, the worst king headache. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my head is pounding. The, the, the scene was so intense that... By the time it was over, I just wanted to close my eyes. I didn't want to watch the credits. I, I just had to close my eyes. Oh, I know. And um, when I got out of the theater, my head was pounding, too. And uh, like I knew it was going to be a problem from the opening scene. Like, and I think it's because the field of view on it is so wide. Right. That I I immediately started getting that uh, idea of the Valve PC games. Now, let me ask you this, Bill. Yeah, because I I have that problem in Valve PC games like uh, um, uh, Orange Box. What is it called? I can't think of the game. Yeah, Life 2 and portal and all those yeah half-life 2 but i'm gonna say the film i would say the first 15 minutes of film i worried that i was going to get motion sickness that was a worry of mine but eventually it did go away where i forgot about it 
Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it took a little bit. Uh, it was always kind of nagging in the back of my head during it, so it kind of pulled me out of a lot of the stuff. But it wasn't as bad as it was in those first 15 minutes. It was like getting used to uh, the 48 frames per second with the Hobbit films. Yeah. Okay, tell me, like, your your first reaction to the film. What do you think, like, just coming out of the theater? Uh, a little... Uh, this is going to sound strange. A little too violent for my taste. <laughs> um... Uh, it, was it was yeah natalie said it she said it was everything that she hated about first person shooters but but the fun of actually controlling it so um i wouldn't go that far i I, it was a beautiful it was beautifully shot film uh the thing that really took me for a loop was these are just the craziest Russian stuntmen <laughs> who basically got to the, every wet dream they've ever had imagining stunts and do it outside a studio system. And there was just this glee, this joyful insanity to the entire thing. Yes, so, totally. And I, I thought some of the humor was a little weird. Like, they would think it was funny, but us as Americans are like, okay, you know? It was very, very, very European humor. Yeah. Uh, even, okay. even in its um, over-sexualization, yeah. in part, it was very outside the realm of the American sensibility of what is what is humorous and what could be uh, possibly a little too far, uh, like the panty smelling and the yeah. like. It was, <laughs> it, was, it was it made me uncomfortable, babe. I was, it made you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all know it made you uncomfortable. But it was just it was just a little. It was a, plus the villain was just very. Uh, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? This is a guy from Thirty Seconds to Mars. One dimensional. Yeah, one dimensional, but also, yeah, yeah, I think he looked like Jared Leto. He did look like yes, Jared Leto. I was, <laughs> he looked like Jared Leto with bleached blonde hair. I was telling um, Stephen he kind of reminded me of like a Crispin Glover or something with that yeah. hair. Yes. Yeah. If only he had spelled <laughs> hair instead of the underwear. Yeah. For, did you hear Natalie? Uh, what? If if only if only he had smelled hair instead of underwear, yeah. he would have been Crispin Glover. Well, Bill, how fantastic though was Charlotte Copley in the movie? Though he was fantastic. I I loved like the, I knew something was up with the way the uh, the if you'd call them avatars would show up and. And then it was very, it was like each time a new avatar would show up, it was like the beginning of a new level. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the message would come in on the phone and be like, you know, you've got to get here first. Yes. And it, it just felt like it was, it, was, it was structured like a video game. I was telling Steven that my favorite sequence, but also at the same time, I loved it, but also disturbed me. Like, what is wrong with me? This is disturbing. Was the sniper rifle scene where he's just shooting dudes in the head repeatedly. Are they're, they're on top. Is it where they're on top of the hotel and they're doing it together? Yes. 
Yeah, I think that was the thing that, that I found most satisfying. And then, of course, the avatar of uh, Sid Vicious, if that's what you want to call him, <laughs> yes. uh, going crazy and, and pouring through all of the uh, the vans. Yes, hilarious. Charlotte Copley was the best thing about the film. Absolutely. I mean, he was the heart and soul of the film. And what about that? Uh, at the end, there's that big melee fight with like a hundred dudes that was just insane. Yeah, it, it, the, the great use of Queen. I mean, the last time that song was used to that level of greatness was in Shaun of the Dead. And I mean, still, it's my favorite usage of, of, of the song, but still, it was it was really, really well done. Yeah. Just there, those action scenes towards the end of the film were fantastic, uh, especially when him and Charlto are in the hotel and they're working their way down to the bottom level. Uh, was the choreography was pretty amazing, and uh, I mean, yes, the film is very one dimensional because it's just a first person action movie, it, right. and it's really fun and inventive. It's also very strange and foreign. And the, some yeah. of the violence is like so over the top. Like I was telling, I was saying earlier that uh, I said Jesus like multiple times in the film when something would happen. Yeah. Like I, one part that I laughed in glee was when he shoves the guy into the fan and you just see blood splatter out. It was so ridiculous that I just laughed. Yeah. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that was. I think it was mostly scenes like that, or or even whenever he's chasing the guy that he's supposed to get the battery pack from behind his heart, and he picks him up, and then just the head is just obliterated. Yes, <laughs> that was a tad disturbing, wasn't it? He was just like, oh my god! And then they've got a hold on that shot and drag the corpse into into the into the clear so all you can see is that head i was yeah there were a couple moments like that in the film where i was like i don't know man this is way this is way out of my comfort zone let me did anyone get up in the theater and leave <laughs> sorry to me. yeah yeah there were there were at least five walkouts of uh I think the last walkout was during the um, uh, the scene that took place in the the brothel. Right. So oh, yeah, you had the crazy coked out Alfred Molina, Charlotte Copley. <laughs> yes, uh, that's definitely a scene that probably around. lost some film goers. Like, okay, what's with all the nudie? I'm out of here, or something. I don't. I think it was an older couple that were waiting over their head. There wasn't many people in the cinema to begin with, but when I looked behind me and it was just like this this elderly couple, I was like, yeah, I don't think they realized what they were going to see. I'll never forget being okay. in a theater for Planet Terror, and there was the part where uh, Saeed from Lost has this jar full of gonads like he connects men's gonads and i saw there was two women and two guys in front of me they whispered one of them whispered to the husband and the both women got up and left and never came back <laughs> i can understand yeah i think 
Natalie got sidetracked and she left and almost didn't come back. Oh, really? I think she came back for the final fight. I've never, I've never left a movie before since Schindler's List, but that was just because I was so emotional. But I've never left a movie before. I just wasn't feeling well anyway. And yeah, I think not feeling well on top of the motion sickness oh, of man, it. Oh, man, that's and not good. Not yeah. A gratuitous violence. yeah, and she's not a gratuitous violence person. She loves the horror film, uh, but she doesn't like the gratuitous violence. And this movie was... Extremely gratuitous violence. Yeah, yeah, but totally. But I did love the choreography. Yeah, yeah like, but, I knew that, like, oh, Heather, is, Heather would not touch this movie with a 10-foot pole, you know? <laughs> it's just not yeah. her bag, you know? Yeah, I, you know, it's one of those movies that I'm, I'm really glad I saw and that I appreciate uh, for what they were achieving and what they were doing outside of the studio system. And even the technology, you know, Trying to shoot this film in 3D and then realizing that's too much and yeah. then scaling it back to just 2D was still really impressive. And I, I, I can't help but admire what these guys uh, were able to pull off. I mean, the, the sheer amount of technical uh, ability to pull off uh, even the, any one of those stunt scenes but the one that really springs to mind are, are the uh, the motorcycle convoy scene yeah. and descending the hotel scene. I mean, I've never seen anything like that in a film. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. See, now, will I watch it again? <laughs> Maybe on cable. I don't know if I'd necessarily own it. Yeah, I don't know. I might. Some of the scenes were enough to sell me on. There's really no reason to rewatch it. <laughs> Did they need to make a hardcore Henry video game though? Don't they? Because yeah, it they do. Was a, it's a during the hotel, the, the hotel scene. I was like, I would really rather be playing this. <laughs> the whole plot to the movie is a video game plot. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a really thread thin video game plot. It's, yeah. Like we get no explanation in the idea that the Aiken bad guy, how the hell does he have telekinesis? I don't know. Like he just, <laughs> he just has it. Yeah. And it's, and the entire time I'm like, okay, so he's bad. He's, he's over the top bad. He's got creepy eyes, he's got white hair, and he's got telekinesis. I think he's hit all the big baddie beats. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was like, and, and Natalie even said it kind of reminded her uh, of uh, Resident Evil, kind of like, uh, I can't remember, what you, how are you, how would you explain it? Wesker? Oh, it's that, it's the feeling that everything that you held on to, every motivation you had, throughout a fight or an adventure, a journey, it's just ripped out from under you and you're completely alone in the universe. Right. It's like Henry yeah, has no way of beating this guy ever until he just finally does. And that's not really, you're not even even clear how he does that. Just he gets really pissed yeah. off, I guess. The he rips his circuits out. Well, when he, I, I meant that more like when he found out about it, about his wife not being really his wife. It's like, 
you know, they were using her as, like, motivation, right, to motivate these soldiers to do whatever they want them to do, march march on the White House, whatever we want them to do, they're going to do it because this woman that we're going to program you to think is your wife told you to do it, right? She, she motivates you to do it, but she's not. She's evil in the end, which is just kind of <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Well, no, it's, it's just like Resident Evil. It's kind of like that idea of, like, everything you kind of thought you were fighting for doesn't exist in the end, and you have to find a completely different motivation, maybe deep inside, that has nothing to do with the person you love or the idea that the world can still be saved or whatever. Damn, babe, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like the bit with just seeing Tim Roth for a moment I thought was great. Just Tim Roth in a moment where the camera wasn't flying all over the place was amazing. Well, that's another thing I said to Steven. I liked when action scenes were over and the camera set still for a while. It was like, ah, you know what I mean? Sweet relief. I almost feel like if you were going to make a hardcore Henry but more uh, like a higher budget film, you would find a way to get rid of the jarriness of the camera movement and make it smooth. I think... Yeah, I was hoping, and again, that had to do with the technology they were dealing with, just having a, you know, that that headgear with the GoPros. But there has to be a way to develop some sort of stabilization to take some of that away, because I think that was the, the only thing that really took me out of the scenes was how jarring it would be. Yeah, but I have a feeling that the young kids don't feel that way. That's just us. Like, we can't swing on swings anymore without getting vertigo. True. That's, I mean, I didn't actually get ill. I just had a headache when it was over. My eyes were just tired. I didn't didn't get a headache. Yeah, you're soaking a lot in visually. I think my eyes, because like I told you before, you know, earlier, it's like, I've watched you play enough first-person shooters. Early on, when I first started watching you play them, I got the, you know, I had to look away at times. Right. Did you have to look away any time during this film? Like, look down or... No, I never I, like I said, it was in the back of my mind, like, am I going to get sick from this while I'm watching it? But eventually, I just forgot about that and was into the That's film. what I tried to do, which is put it out of my mind. It's like, like, okay. The ca- like, the camera work, Bill, in the fight where he's fighting the hundred guys, if that would have happened at the beginning of the film, I probably would have gotten sick. But I think by I the time... Probably- I probably would have had to leave. <laughs> yeah, because I think by then, you're... You were used to it. They're slowly amping up the GoPro usage. Yeah. Yeah, I think they they had to ease us into that. Yeah, I. I'm. I just can't wait to read uh, what people thought of it because that's one thing that I wanted to see in reviews. Like, will I be ill watching this film? It's definitely not for everyone, but you could make a film like this, but not be hyper violent. You could make an adventure film or something from uh, the first person view, like an Indiana like, Jones yeah, type of thing. It doesn't have to be so freaking violent. But uh, the violence, uh, I thought it was kind of hilarious there were times where it was too much the part that i think was disturbing bill was he was fighting the big big giant guy and he kept repeatedly ramming his head into the floor (laughs) he was slamming the dude's head in the floor i was like this is what you call gratuitous (laughs) one part that 
stood out for me in not feeling like it just didn't need to be there, and that was the attempted rape of the girl in the uh, the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. What was that? Yeah, that was that was that kind of just made me like just this pit in my stomach. Like even just the the things they were saying to her, and then I mean I understand the the idea of the scene and kind of giving these guys what had you know was coming to them. It's very similar to you know RoboCop shooting the guy through the woman's dress. It was just beyond the subtle and a little too much. Yeah, it's just like um, let's see how Henry treats these no good rapist cops. Oh, I know. He kills yeah. them. That's what he does. Or <laughs> It was kind of bizarre. Yeah, yeah. ramming a, a baton down the guy's neck and crushing his balls in his hand. That was just like... Yeah, I was oh, like, dude, dude, what the hell, man? Yeah, there's times where you're just like, okay, movie, whatever. <laughs> Something's lost in the translation like, here. Uh, well, like you kind of have to realize that you have to kind of check yourself and go, okay... Think about the guys that are actually making this film. What has come along and, like, how they basically have no limiter. They'll yeah. just do anything because they think it's a good idea, even though it might not be the best idea. Yeah. Well, I... T- well, you can see that scene not being necessary. I was telling Stephen that when they're in the brothel, I kind of felt like it was like a 15-year-old mentality. This is where we get a lot of boobs in the movie, guys. You know, kind of like, it just kind of felt very juvenile, you know? Absolutely. It was fun to see Shockley Copley in the in the underwear with the robe open. Well, yeah, that... Coked out of his head. Charlotte Copley in his underwear, covered in cocaine, standing on a bar with a machine gun was hilarious, you know? Yeah, it was. That was funny. And I just kept picturing him as Alfred Molina from Boogie Nights. It was... <laughs> it was... <laughs> I, 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 what would have been amazing in that scene is if they would have had the money for uh, Sister Christian... Yeah. To play, uh, that would have just, that would have made that movie for me to have that and, uh, uh, and don't stop me now. I think our favorite, uh, part where, when, is when Charlto comes out of the bushes and he's covered in that sniper gear and he goes, Hey, it's me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. And the musical number was pretty hilarious, too. I was laughing all through that. Whenever you'd hear him power down, and then another one would pop up, that was great. And bizarre. Yeah, that was... I, yeah, it was really bizarre, and it was kind of inspired. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he's great in this movie. He really is. Well, Bill, and he was enjoying himself. You could really tell he was yeah. just... Just completely in, inspired, and he kind of caught the bug that these crazy Russian stuntmen were doing, and he just kind of got it, and he had fun with it, and it was great. Yeah, like, these guys are insane. I love it. I'll be in your movie. <laughs> it, it makes me wonder how much of the characters that he did were him. Like, he's like, what if I do this? What if we do this? What if, yeah. you know, like... Play the crazy hippie. Play. Did he put into it, and how much of it was on the on the page? 
Yeah, I like the Sid Vicious one. <laughs> the, the guy with the mohawk. At first I was like, is it Travis Bickle or... <laughs> Travis Bickle, Sid Vicious. And uh, I like the nerdy one. And the Yeah, the nerdy one was good. Clean off your feet but when I, you walk in. I, I still think my favorite one was the Colonel. Yeah, he was great. The, oh, the Colonel or the homeless bum on the bus that gets set on fire. <laughs> I know, that's so <laughs> ridiculous. I even like when the Colonel, his feet are on fire, but he's still fighting, just ignoring the flames, you know? And the weird... Yeah, he kind of really... You kind of wondered through the entire thing, like, how are they still going? How are they still doing this? And then the, I thought that reveal was really well done, that he was the the, the lead scientist in, uh, oh, yeah, in the program. Fantastic. I thought that was like, oh, wow, so we actually get a little plot here. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Did you like the kind of mid-grown, like, baby <laughs> Charlotte Copley? What, yeah. what the hell was that? <laughs> I kept looking at it to see if it looked like him. <laughs> I almost didn't want to completely look at it. It was so disturbing. <laughs> couldn't, I actually couldn't look away from it. Put down the proto-baby. The proto-baby. <laughs> Such a strange movie, but I have to admire it for what they set out to do, you know. Yeah, it was. it's something special. No, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm landing on it film-wise, but it's definitely something special. And it's definitely not for everyone. No, it's not. <laughs> well, Bill, thank you so much for uh, letting me call you while you were driving home and uh, just to get your instant reaction of Hardcore Henry. And thanks to Natalie, too, because we could hear her, too. Oh, awesome. Yay! Thank you guys so much. And get home safely, okay? They're just pulling in the driveway right now. <laughs> all right. We, you guys have a great evening, all right? All right. You, you too. Good. Bye. Bye. Talk bye. to you bye. later. Say bye, Stephen. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. All right, guys, that was our Hardcore Henry Instant Reaction. Thank you guys so much for listening. Adam Sexton, Ken Proventure, and Jim Lewis. I'd love to hear what you guys think of the movie also after you see it, if you choose to see it. Um, it's great when we all have kind of different opinions and stuff. And I think we all agreed it's a crazy experience. Some of it is lost in the translation uh weird Russian to American kind of sensibilities there, but the film is quite an experience, and uh, I think you, you, if you just hearing, from hearing what we say about it, you'll know if you want to see it or not. You know, but uh, if you guys would like to, go to nimpodcast.blogspot.com There you can find our site with all of our previous episodes on it. Also, guys, know that you can Check out all of our uh, um, different kind of shows that we have been doing. We've done Trailer React. We've done the Batman v Superman Instant React. Uh, we'll get back to doing ETL Daily. But I've also, every Wednesday, been doing Entertainment Landfill News 
uh, live. Just me going over the news of the week, entertainment news, that is. Nothing, like, serious. <laughs> you mean not, not the uh, Republican, Democrat parties? And no. no. No election stuff no ever. In my bubble... None of that exists. I'm in a protective force field where I don't have to see that stuff. So we just talk about film, television, pop culture, and video games on this channel, guys. So if you subscribe to Entertainment Landfill, you know that's what you're going to get. And car chases are in movies. That's right. And also patrons, people who are uh, patrons of the show, I want to thank you guys very much. And I'm going to start doing where... I don't think this sentence is very well worded, Stephen, but I'm going to start offering our certain shows earlier to patrons before it goes on the feed. So if you're a patron, you will get shows like ETL Daily or Trailer React two days early before anybody else. It's kind of a cool thing that I want to start doing. And, of course, you know, patrons will also get patron-only shows. So if you're interested in becoming a patron and supporting the show, go to patreon.com slash landfill. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time, all right? Yes, we will. Hey, Stephen, we'll see you at the movies. Oh, wait, I can't take that, can I? We'll see you in the balcony. Oh, wait, we can't do that. What should we do? Uh, We'll see you in the parking lot after the movie. There you go. And why? Are you going to kill us? No, no, no. We're going to talk about the movie. Why do you have a switchblade? No, 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 no. This is just a a comb. See? Movie parking lot chat. (laughs) We'll see you behind the theater. (laughs) This is sounding scary. All right. We'll work on our closing thing. But see you later, guys. Later. Bye, Ken. Bye, Bye, Adam. Bye, Jim. Later, Steven. Later. See you behind the... uh, the, Never mind. (laughs) Not behind anywhere. In well-lit area in the front of the establishment. How's that? All right. Bye, guys. This is war, baby! Now this is podcasting.